0: This is the World Sportsbook Competition podcast, brought to you by Avantage Entertainment. Hello, and welcome to the World Sportsbook Competition. I'm your host Luke Alden. Today, I'm joined by Sudden Perks. How are you doing, guys? Yeah, not too bad.
1: Yeah, good. likewise. Right. How's it going for you?
0: Good. Yeah, yeah, all good over here. Um, you know, lockdown's a little bit boring, but I guess you have yeah, to I do, do what you the have same to thing do. every week.
1: <laughs> it is groundhog. Day,
0: week, month—it is, and I'm sure it's the same for many of the listeners out there. But we do hope that you're doing well and you're staying safe and uh, staying home as well to save lives. But um, we're going to get well. We're going to jump into the football news from the past week, and I say past week, but this one actually dropped today, and it was that the Premier League has and uh, other leagues in Europe have been given until May 25th by UEFA for restart proposals. UEFA's executive committee to hold next conference call on May 27th, when it intends to reach decision on whether European competitions can be completed in August. And as a result, they want the leagues' um, proposals by May 25th. So, what do we think of this? Because we obviously we know that the Premier League is aiming for a June return anyway mm-hmm. to play behind closed doors, and the government are pushing for that as well. Apparently, so that's positive on that sense, I guess. Um, but yeah, what do we think of this? Do you think? I, I I I'll pose a question that I posed off. I didn't realise UEFA had the power to mm. enforce this sort of thing.
2: Yeah, I, I think it's um, they probably technically don't in terms of. I think individual leagues probably can do what they want, but my assumption is is that leagues will have to follow this if they want to if they want their places in European competition next season mm. or the seasons following. Because I'm assuming that's why everyone's probably going to have to follow this and. Basically, do what UEFA say without it technically being like a a written rule. Um, because I think you know, it, for example, if the Premier League didn't do this, you know, maybe they, you know, UEFA could turn around and say, "Well, no places for you next season mm-hmm. in the Champions League," and then that would be absolutely disastrous, of course, for the Premier League and for the clubs. Well, not for the Premier League, but it would be for the clubs. So, it certainly wouldn't happen. I don't think. Um, I think to be fair as well, May twenty-fifth. I mean, it still gives a decent amount of time. I think for people to come up with ideas and things like that. I mean, I'm assuming, you know, there's probably people every single hour of the day working on these things at the Premier League and at different leagues, thinking of ideas and solutions and putting them back to the clubs and stuff like that. And I wouldn't be surprised, to be honest with you. I mean, we know, don't we? We'll probably get on to it in a minute, but we know that the Premier League already has a start date in mind of when it wants to start. Um, So I think the Premier League is probably not far off being there anyway with its proposals being ready to maybe hand to UEFA. So, I don't know about other leagues, of course. Other leagues could be, you know, maybe other leagues aren't quite as far advanced as the Premier League. I'm not sure. It depends, but, I guess, on the uh, in, uh, well, the virus spread
0: across their countries, doesn't it? Yeah. And yeah. what they can probably do. Um, I do wonder, though, how big this proposal has to be. Yeah. Is it just like, um, yeah, um, you know, we intend to restart in June in these locations... Well, people stay in these hotels like World Cup style, like we've heard in the past.
2: Yeah, I think uh, to be fair with the Premier League, they uh, I, I don't know if they said an actual... Did they say an actual date? Or was it just... They said June didn't they? I it's don't know if June they said restyle. an actual, Yeah, they haven't said like June 10th or June 20th or something like that. So there's it's a little bit of flexibility silly to put an actual Oh yeah, it. absolutely, yeah. yeah. And I would assume, I don't know what you think, I'd assume it's probably going to be more like late June rather than early June. I think they'll probably give themselves a little bit more time. You'd of course, think players it would probably
1: have to be getting people up training to training. Yeah. You'd need a pre-season, preseason before it begins, or a yeah. mini preseason at least. Um, yeah. I think with with what we've heard so far, I think like you said a minute ago, said we are closer probably than a few leagues out there in terms mm. of getting our proposals on the table already. Um, I think the deadline's probably just in place, so things don't stagnate and as best as they possibly can they control the logistics across Europe because they're planning ahead for next season anyway so whilst they don't govern a, a league as such they do govern a competition and, and all the top European leagues form that so I think they're probably just covering their own backs so that leagues don't escape them and, and go too far down the road without something in place to to set up next season's European competitions
0: What, what do you make of what they um, well it was mentioned last week that they have guidelines for sport in merit to determine the season position-wise and who will be playing in European competitions next year. Mm,
1: I think for me it's fairly obvious what that means. It's if you're leading the league and it gets cancelled, null and voided, whatever you want to call it, then you'd be put forward as, as, as the whatever the highest placement in that is, whether it's the Champions League group stage qualification. Um, some countries would have just directly into the Europa League, dependent on the coefficient. And whatever it ends up being, so we know our top four would go into the Champions League as it filters down, we go into the Europa League and so on. I'm okay with it, really, because I don't see, if that is what's being followed, I don't really see how sporting merit could be interpreted any other way. You can't say, for example, Liverpool are top of the league, 75 points clear or whatever it is. And all of a sudden, Seven, Wolves, sure wolves go into the Champions League because on Sporting Merit, they've had a good season and everyone likes them. So I think it does have to be It <laughs> yeah. does have to be taken into consideration exactly what is as it currently stands.
2: Yeah, it'd certainly make it more interesting, though, wouldn't it? Well, Let's know. put Wolves in because we like them. <laughs> a popularity yeah, contest. That is the danger, though, of that terminology.
1: But, uh, Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's not loose, but if you interpret it in a way that suits mm-hmm. people, then... <laughs> You, you do you do play quite a dangerous game. I've, got, I've got
2: to be honest, I can't ever imagine a scenario where the Premier League go, oh, we quite like Wolves, they're entertaining this season, let's put them in. I just, <laughs> that yeah. would never happen in a million years. But um, yeah, I think my... Pro- well, I, I'm not going to say problem with it, because to be honest with you, it's like, I uh, touch on a little bit there, there probably isn't much choice, really. I think this is probably one of the only ways they can do it, um, to be honest with you. But I think one of my issues with it, I guess, is but, I mean, it's, it's some of the sort of close races between fourth and fifth and so far like in all the leagues, there's like a point in it or there's goal difference in it or a game in hand that someone's got over the other. It's, it's going to be very difficult to decide, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, could there be scenarios where a team's maybe two points behind another one, the game in hand, they have a playoff match to decide who gets in the fourth place? Things like that. A one-off playoff match, I mean... I'm just trying to think of any ideas really where maybe people would think it's a bit more fair, but it is difficult, isn't it, to think of a solution to this problem of uh, European places, I guess.
1: I mean, obviously you're hypothesizing there, but we've already got Ajax and Alkmaar in in the Eredivisie, which has been null and voided to this point Mm -hmm. unless they reversed the decision and they were separated only by goal difference.
2: I wonder um, why they didn't have a playoff. Well, I mean, I know they said no sporting events, but well, surely it. a one That playoff is a
1: sporting match. event, because if you have a one-off yeah. playoff match, then you can have a one-off yeah, pop concert, you can have a one-off yeah. theatre show or something like that. So mm. I think for for their position and the reason they face so much backlash is that there's absolutely no way that you can just throw Ajax in on sporting merit and, no. and throw Alkmaar into the Europa League when they could have easily won the league and been in the Champions League. I mean, fortunately, we don't have a position quite like that. We've obviously got the race for fourth, whether you consider it to be Chelsea's, United's, or you, you fancy in an outside bet with Sheffield United mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, yeah. Ours is not as close, obviously, but it's it's still in contention. You definitely wouldn't say Chelsea have got it nailed on to finish fourth or, or anyone yeah. else for that matter.
2: Well, I mean, even Leicester... Um... You know, they're not guaranteed to finish where they are. I mean, we're all set, I think, in Leicester probably would finish top four. But, you know, they went on a run, didn't they, before it all kicked off this, where they started dropping down. So, you know, even they're not completely secure, the top four. So, yeah, it would be a bit controversial. But, I mean, how do you guys feel about... um, I've seen some people saying maybe it should be the status quo. Think of whoever's in it now just gets in it again next season. Which I mean, I completely disagree with that. No, I, I think that'd be absolutely ridiculous.
1: No, because that is essentially null and void. Yeah, it doesn't matter what's avoided, happening so this season. And obviously, yeah, as, as a Coventry stupid. fan, as we sit a few points clear at the top of League One, I don't want to be null and voided and start next season in League One again. No, See, I'm I mean, I... down the pyramid there, but. <laughs> It's still relevant. I just think
2: uh I just think that I mean you know, technically that would benefit me as a city because 'cause it'd be, we'd technically still be champions apparently, but I don't know. I just think I I'd I'd be I think that'd be absolutely awful if they tried to do anything like that. Mm, a complete I really null and void I, just as stupid. it was yeah, what, eight just, months
1: ago, nine months ago, whatever can't. it is now is just the worst case scenario. That would you can't that would have, not you know, please anybody, surely.
2: Like you said, Perse, your situation, you can't have Coventry five points clear with a game in hand. At the top of League One, saying, "Oh, sorry, you've got to try again, Coventry next season, or well, you ne- can't... next season yeah. we get relegated." Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. The club will be you gone if that happened, You probably. can't, like, you can't have Liverpool twenty-five points clear, and they just go, "Oh, sorry, Liverpool, you've got to do it all again next season to try and get that
0: elusive." I mean, it's just, nah. Just, well, with um, Coventry, silly. League One and League Two, they're proposing playoffs, aren't they, for the top eight? Yeah, I saw that to see who <sighs> goes up. Yeah,
2: which is it... again is I just think is wrong.
1: I think the reason that what I would do? oppose that, and I'm not just talking about League 1 League 2 here, if any league adopted that with no benefit to the teams currently at the top, it, it's too... a couple of things. It's too random. If you're five points clear at the top and you lose your first game against the team in eighth who are like 30, 40 points behind you in some circumstances, well, you're out. Mm. And, and that that's rubbish. That can't go ahead. It's also a bit like the MLS format in which you can win the league at a canter and then be knocked out in the first game of, mm. the, of the end of season. And it's it's just bad. I hate that uh, the, system. <laughs> yeah, no benefit from it. You win the league, but you get nothing. Try again next time. So I wouldn't like to see that in my league. I wouldn't like to see that in any surrounding law or the elite European leagues. I, I just hate it as an idea. I don't think you can protect the teams that have, have got where they deserve to be and you give too much of an advantage to teams that have either underachieved or maybe even overachieved, depending on what their start of season expectations were. But if you're, if you're sat in eighth right now and someone suggests the top eight playoff, you, you grab it with both hands, wouldn't you? You'd be delighted. Yeah. But if you're at first, second, third, you don't want that at all.
2: Can, can you imagine if, uh, if they tried to end the Premier League where it was like, well, no one's technically won the title yet. Let's have an eight team, the top eight playoff. For the title <laughs> Man, yeah it's just, started, like, just no playoffs, playoffs it's
0: no pitch. playoffs but people already calling for it to be null and voided and liverpool don't win the title yeah it's like uh, i mean i don't know how obviously it's unprecedented times we don't really we've never been in this position so but surely the, yeah. if you cancel the league i don't know like you gotta decide some things haven't you i mean yeah you are like my biggest
1: problem with, with ratifying one thing is that you have to do the others. So if you do give Liverpool the title, which I'm sure 99% of people would agree is fair because it's well-deserved, you then have to give Chelsea fourth. You yeah. then have to relegate the bottom three. Mm. You have to confirm the Europa League places because you can't mix and match. You can't pick one where it suits and then let the other slide. Well, they talk so if about one goes ahead, points you have per to game. do all of
2: them.
0: Mm. Yeah, that they were talking about points per game.
2: Yeah, I, yeah, I did see that because then I, that takes out the uh, the game in hand thing, doesn't it? It does. Which I think is probably a lot fairer solution than just saying, "Oh, the bottom three goes down," even if a team had like two games in hand or something. Because um, I know in the prem at the minute there is a team in the bottom three that has a game in hand. Or something, Villa, I think. Villa. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, if it was points per game, then and Villa are still in the bottom three, then you go well, fair enough. I think they so, would be. <laughs> I yeah, I actually they, think they, they be. would. Be. I'm just trying how, to
1: think yeah. out loud here for a second but I, I haven't seen if they've done like a points per game table. I don't know who's where but I'm thinking if, if you did have a game in hand and it was averaged on points per game to this point, if you won that game in hand, that could bump up your points per game average by 0.1 which mm-hmm. might lead to you overtaking someone. Or, Possibly. Or, or if you lost that game, you could fall down and, and end up in a, in a lesser mm-hmm. position. So I think Honestly, I can just see a kind of worms any in which way this ends unless the season just finishes yeah. as it should. The games are played and then I think everyone would be very happy with that.
0: Well, hopefully yeah, I mean, it I won't know, yeah. be as bad as... Um, I know we touched on it earlier about Dutch football and you said how oh. they've obviously not avoided the season. But the shambles that came from the governing body there was that um, in regards to relegation slash promotion, there were 16 clubs that voted for the relegation system to take place and nine against and nine abstained and the governing body in Holland used the 18 non four votes to decide against relegation. <laughs> I mean, you've Which, got to feel
2: bad for the, uh, you've got to feel bad for the teams in the lower division, haven't you? Well, they're, probably they're suing now. Yeah. I don't this. blame them to be honest, because I mean, it's, it's similar to, it's similar to the Coventry situation in league one. It's like, you know, if they, if they worked hard all season, points clear the gaming on at the top looking likely to go up automatically and then they say oh sorry well there's no relegation from the championship so yeah. <laughs> sorry Coventry but, but uh, the I mean championship you'd be absolutely the, horrified
1: I mean I, would, I, I wouldn't even have the words I'm lost yeah. for words even thinking about it but even you, you talk about the, the richest game in football as it is the playoff final mm. and the teams that do make it out of the championship into the promised land Imagine after all this time, if you just said to Leeds, nah, sorry boys,
2: yeah,
1: or, or who, whoever you think might get promoted, whether you're well, a West, West Brom, Brom fan. Yeah, yeah I mean, there's, there's numerous teams that are well in contention in that, yeah. in the top part of the league. So it just doesn't even bear thinking about that. You could have to turn around to those teams, those supporters, those players and say, it's not happening, unfortunate. All that time, yeah. all that effort, wasted.
2: I mean, you could see maybe where just going back to the points per game thing, where the points per game in that situation, it's not going to be a hundred percent ideal, like you said, perhaps maybe a zero point one percent difference, but it's probably the closest you're going to get to fairness, I think, rather than just leaving as it is. Yeah, I think, the table with points per game. Maybe that's the way to do it. Uh,
1: yeah, I I do agree to the extent of if we can't finish the season normally with just the games being played as they should be even behind Mm -hmm. closed doors or in whatever setting it's probably the the best idea i've heard i don't particularly love it like i said because i think somebody somewhere is still going to fall foul to an average that isn't fair based on maybe having a game in hand maybe having played a game more Um, whether you're a winner or a loser that could change your average even by 0.1 Mm-hmm. Um, points per game, and that that could suffer, like could make you suffer, like I said before. So I I think it's probably the best, but it still wouldn't sit that well with me. But mm. pff, I I, t- I just want the season to be finished. I want oh, yeah. the games to be played. I know we haven't touched on on France yet, but we've we've just been discussing as well. Off air that that the Ligue 1 and League League Two seasons have been <laughs> nice French, been put to paid now as well. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> So they're they're not going ahead, but that that's out of their their governing body's hands. Obviously, that's a oh. government decision there, and there's there's no sporting events going on well, for, for at least until August, was it in France <clears throat> of yeah, any August, kind? Because they want to start so, the new season uh, then. Yeah, exactly. So at the moment, I f- I'm grateful that we still have it in the hands of our mm. governing bodies, and and we haven't had it taken away by the by the actual government.
0: No. Helps well, that the government want the games, though, don't
2: they? Yeah, I was going to finish. Say, yeah.
1: At least in our country, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. So I was about to say that I think the, the good that is the good thing for the Premier League. And look, I, I, I'm even I, I like don't even want to say it because I'll probably jinx it now. And tomorrow there are things saying it's been cancelled. But uh, you know, <laughs> you'd like to think, wouldn't you, that the, the noises we're hearing from our own UK government and from the governing bodies is that it seems like they're kind of united on this in the Premier League that they, they're going to try their absolute best to get it started again. Mm-hmm. It seems like the government wants it. It seems like, obviously, well, obviously, the governing bodies want it as well. So it does seem like, unlike the French one, where maybe maybe there's been a bit more of a disconnect between the governing bodies and the government. Uh, well, not even that. It's just, I guess, like you said, it's been took out of the hands. So they didn't have a choice, the governing bodies. But... There
0: is one worry, though, with the French thing, just quickly, Sud. So, yeah. Is that the UK as a country is behind France in terms of the pandemic.
2: Mm. Yeah, we're about, well, they say like a week or two behind, don't they? So, say so, if our situation
0: yeah. gets worse in those two weeks and we're on the yeah. same sort of level as France, well, yeah. actually, aren't we? I don't even know. I haven't well, well, We well, might be I, worse than France.
2: I was like, going to say, I don't, don't want to get too political on this, obviously, but I, I think um, it does seem that I think we've all seen in the last few days it, it's starting to slow down a little bit in the UK. Like, I'm not saying we're out of the woods, nowhere near that, but it seems like, you know, we are starting to slow a little bit. Like the rate of infections, things like that, and the number of deaths. So, you'd like to hope we're kind of on the right track now. Like, mm. uh, obviously, the problem is with the whole, even this restarting of everything again, the football and just the economy is that you know the, the fear of a second wave. I guess isn't it? That's also something that football will have to consider. Mm. It is. Well, I know it's across so. the
1: world, but Japan suffered that pretty sharply, didn't they? So, we, mm. it, it's definitely something for us to bear in mind. We think we're getting we getting to the yeah. end, we think it's going back to normal, and then all of a sudden, it's it's as bad as it was.
2: Well, we don't really know what's going on. Of course, with China, the way China is, we don't really know what's going on there, do we? They were at a lockdown probably before anyone. Yeah, we, um, don't,
0: yeah, we don't know if they've had a bad second really wave know, of so. it,
2: really. It's going to be up to the likes of looking at uh, Italy and Spain. That have, I think they've both gradually started reducing their lockdown measures, haven't they? So it'll be up to... It'll, in a couple of weeks, we probably might see a more a bigger picture of... Well, this if is the worry, be though, isn't it,
0: with this... It's just so un- so unknown because, yeah. like, like you touched on. Next week we could be like, oh yeah, everyone's for it, and then next week before you know, there's a spike
2: in the numbers, and there's yeah, just no chance that football's yeah. going ahead. I I do think though. I don't know. I mean, again, I don't want to. <laughs> I keep having to say this. I really don't want to jinx it, but I don't know about you to. My thought right now is that we. Pro- I think we probably will get a resumption in the Premier League. I think we will. I just think there's too much money involved. I don't know. I just get the sense that it seems to me from the reports I've read about that the government really does want to get football back on track because they see it as a morale-boosting thing, don't they, as well? Yeah. So, and if they could get football back on track in track in June, even though we'll probably still be under some sort of lockdown measures, that would be a bit of a boost, I think, for, for a lot of people in the country. So, it wouldn't shock me, but obviously we have to go off the, you know, what the scientific advice is. <laughs> so...
0: Uh, you know. i i i still have a feeling that they'll get it done behind closed doors um yeah. there's some people who are like "Oh, null and void this season we'll start the new season in august it's like you do realize you might not be able to start the new season mm, and I, uh, there's one thing as well that i can guarantee well i say guarantee like i know but i'm pretty confident that
2: um we won't see stadiums
0: full of people until at least 2021
2: no i think you're right there I mean, I get, could there be a scenario where you have like partial opening of stadiums where you let a certain amount of people in oh, and they have to like social distance? <laughs> so maybe you have like... Spread out Anfield, around the ground, maybe. yeah. Well, I'm just thinking maybe, for example, just Anfield, instead of what's the capacity of Anfield, like 50,000 or something, maybe instead of 50,000, it's a capacity of like 10,000, but more spaced out or something. I, I don't know. See, I personally, I'd hate that. Oh yeah, I would as well. <laughs> it's, it's either behind be so closed way. doors
1: or it's open. Like I, I don't think we need to... <laughs> To start opening yeah. a, a fifth or a tenth of a stadium, I think that would be horrible.
2: It's it's a thing that is potentially could happen though with the social distancing measures, isn't it? If you have to stay two meters away from each other, you could have a quarter full stadium or something I, like that. I mean, I think I'd just keep it behind closed, yeah, doors, behind closed and doors, and doors. Yeah, behind closed doors. I think that makes more way more sense.
1: I know what you're saying. It's not like your yeah. suggestion or anything. No, I'm not it's suggesting. Just, that just that something that could happen. <laughs> Let, let's yeah. hope not. I don't no, have the idea. That'd be a bit silly, wouldn't it? But you, know, well, like I uh... said before, Luke. Obviously, if we do get the resumption when when it's been touted, we need at least a month of a preseason. You, you think about mm-hmm. the the regularity of how things work. If the season begins on August the tenth or around that, in a general sense, every, in whichever year, preseason begins at the beginning of July for that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you need a month minimum okay. to get things back on track behind the scenes.
2: Well, I think we've seen, haven't we? I don't know if you used to you saw the pictures. There Was was it the Arsenal? Some of the Arsenal players were training on their own, weren't they? In the training ground.
1: Well, they've reopened their training ground yeah, yesterday. So it's, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. They've been given access back to it.
2: I mean, they were very far apart. I think there was like three players I saw, and they were literally like 30 metres apart, trained on their own. So obviously, you're not going to properly be able to do a preseason like that. But at least it's a good step. You know, they're starting to maybe be well, able to do it. The a little Italian bit of bad Prime Minister. Work
0: the Italian Prime Minister came out the other day and announced that professional sports team can resume training on May 18th.
2: Well, yeah, so you'd assume if we're a couple of weeks behind them, maybe we'll start in early June, which would probably go with what you were saying, but it's about a late June start, yeah. start pre-season in early June. But, I mean, how, what do you guys think about the next season in terms of starting? Because if these games do, uh, they want to finish them quickly, don't they? I think they said they want to get them done yeah. maybe by like the end of August or middle of August. So, we assume the next season, well, inevitably the next season is going to be delayed, but when would be the latest they could probably start to fit a full season in? Because they'd have to start, you know, probably end of September at the latest, right? I think they'd have to scrap one
0: of the domestic cups Yeah. Um, and start yeah. around like end of September, early October, giving them time to finish they, this, this season
2: and not actually have a pre-season. I mean, I'm, again, um, it's another suggestion I'm just thinking in my head. I don't think it will ever happen because of UEFA, but could we even see a scenario where the Champions League or Europa League are just shortened down? Um, I don't think it will happen, personally, just because I think UEFA would not want that in a million years, obviously, due to financial reasons. I mean, the possibilities are there. I think it's possible.
0: You know, if if we really needed it and the European leagues needed it, surely UEFA would have to make some sort of adjustment.
2: Well, just for next season, why not make it more like the old European Cup, where it was just knockouts?
0: Mm. Don't make I mean, it. A su- uh, don't make it a super league. Don't give them that bloody idea. No, no, you
2: know? no, not super league. I we just don't need like, ammunition for that. No, no. I just mean before the, you know, before the Champions League was created, European Cup, how it was, in sort of the eighties, seventies. It was. I mean, it was, I think it was thirty-two knockout, teams, sixteen was it? teams. It was just knockout. I mean, you if you lost, that was it. Yeah. And to legs. be fair, I I wouldn't really have a problem with that because if anything, it would probably be even more competitive than it is now. Because let's be honest, the group stage of Champions League is usually usually a formality for most groups. Yeah, there's one or two groups where and speak it's for yourself, last two years Liverpool pushed it close. Okay, well yeah, fair enough. Really probably are. shouldn't have been as close as it was, but um you know what I mean though. The group just can have boring matches, can't they? And pointless yeah. matches sometimes. And Yeah they can. If it was more compared, like you know, last sixteen with all the top in it'd just be great, I think. So
1: I think for a one off season of doing it, I, I really do think that's something that UEFA will be seriously considering
2: whether people like
1: it or not it does make sense i think it's not devaluing the competition it's not settling it over a two-week period or having the mini tournament festival whatever people are calling it it's still going to run throughout the season it's just not going to run as often (laughs) there's something else actually to
0: take into consideration they would need seasons to finish roughly around the same time as they usually would because they've got the Euros. Euros, yeah. of course. Well, uh, they're, yeah, still call it it Euro they're still calling it Euros 2020, even though it would be in <laughs> 2021.
2: Well, well, yeah, just before you do move on to that, I just want to say one poor thing about that Champions League thing as well with the, the suggestion of doing it like that with the last 32, last 16 knockouts. I actually, I have a sneaking suspicion if that did happen. I think fans would really like it. <laughs> and I actually think some fans would say, oh, we prefer it like this now. It wouldn't even shock me because I think a lot of fans with the Champions League that that I don't know, I get the sense that a lot of people just don't really like the group stages.
0: Knockout football tends to be more exciting. Knockout
2: football is exciting. Group stage football, it can get exciting, obviously in the last match day and things like ah but up until the last match day. I oh mean,
0: by the way, there's one thing. We're yeah. talking about this and we're talking about next year. We haven't even touched on if do we think UEFA are gonna scrap the this season's Champions League and <sighs> Euro, Europa League and just say, All right, that is non avoided. I mean that I think it's much more to likely. do. That's easier to do. Don't you but... think?
2: I, I just think with all these leagues scrapping, and not scrapping, but null and void, the more leagues that null and void, the more likes like, I, I am thinking that, that the Champions League isn't going to finish. It does seem that way, but I'm
1: hesitant to say it just because we know how much they want it to finish. Like, we, mm. we know they didn't want to move the euros, but at the same time, they they did it. had to, yeah. Yeah, exactly. They, they didn't really have a choice, and it, it did make sense. I I don't think we'll know about the Champions League. I could be wrong about this, but I don't think we'll know about and and the Europa League for that matter until a month from now when they've had the proposals from the other leagues. I think they will be making their own plans as to what they might expect to have from people, what they may have already had from certain organisations, to be fair. And I think they will have maybe three or four different scenarios of how do we resume them, when, where, under what circumstances, already on the table at UEFA. I would be very surprised if between now and then a decision is made on that because they'd be, if they cancel it, even though it's the easier thing to do and probably the most sensible, most people would say, they're doing so without all the information. If they wait and buy themselves at least the next month, because nothing needs to be decided within the next month on that basis. No. That, to me, just makes a bit more sense. I think, oh, I, again, supporters of certain clubs, different persuasions may disagree, but I think we want to see it finished this season. Yeah, if, yeah, if, yeah. We, if we could, it, it would be nice to finish it properly. Um, again, it, like with the domestic scene, it would be a shame for all the teams that have got to where they are to just, just be told, unfortunate,
0: try again well, so, next yeah, time. with well, like as a Liverpool with, with I want the season to be finished for obvious reasons so we can win the league and wrap it up. Yeah, And I, and to be fair, I even though if the Champions League was null and void, I guess that would go in our favour, essentially, because it would be like, well, we didn't lose it, but, yeah. but we did. We got knocked out, so I want the, the tournament to finish as well. Uh, I just want all the football to somehow uh, you know, get this done, but I don't know.
2: It's unfortunate, actually. I don't know if you think this. It is very unfortunate that the last 16 wasn't finished in the Champions League, because I think if the last 16 had been finished fully and we had eight teams, they could have probably had more manoeuvrability with what they could do with the last eight teams Yeah. in terms of maybe they could have just dropped it down to one leg at neutral venues and things like that. And they could try, maybe still try and do that, but I'm just thinking with, I think there's still two more... I think, is it two or Your four? Your second
0: leg, City round. We've got our second Chelsea leg. Chelsea had to play Bayern. but Chelsea they basically Was there any
2: more? Barca Napoli had to play. Oh, so there was. Yeah, so half, basically half the games then, yeah. it, I think, or still have to be the second leg that we played. I don't know. I just think it's a bit unfortunate that they, they couldn't quite get those done because I think there would have been more manoeuvrability by now on it. I think there might have been a decision on it by now because you could have maybe said, okay, well, we know there's eight teams left. Drop the second legs of the semi-final and quarterfinal and just have one legs, because mm-hmm. then it would have been just easier to get. You could have fit it into like a probably a week, a week and a half. Yeah, if you I mean, do they it. could still do that, I guess, if they can get the second legs finished. Then maybe they can still do something like that. But I think they'd look to do something like that if they could. Yeah, um, I think it just makes sense, doesn't it? I think I mean, one it, Can perks... anyone really moan either? I mean, one one leg at a neutral venue. I mean, you've got as much chance as anyone else. So
0: I don't think you can moan given
2: the no, circumstances. Not given the circumstances. So. And I think Perks touched on it. Like they've got.
0: They don't have to rush this decision. They've got a little bit of time. Yeah. I don't understand why so many people and so many leagues around the world are like rushing to make decisions mm. when, like, just give yourself time to to assess the situation. Is it is it improving? Is it something you can do? Obviously, if it's not in the end, then you you know you null and void whatever. But I feel well, like I people should flexible, give themselves more time.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, this is a different sport, but. I think I think the way um the way Formula One are doing it with their season is probably a good benchmark because I don't even remember at first, like you might know a bit more Luke, obviously F one than Perks, but they cancelled a lot of the races, didn't they? Like straight away, saying yeah. right, this is cancelled, this is this is cancelled. But they always said that if we can maybe fit them in later in the year they could come back. Mm-hmm. And they've they've got their own calendar They're they're apparently gonna start early July with the F one behind closed stick, doors. Austria, I think Austria is the first. Austria and then Silverstone, I think the first right. two maybe races, um, and then obviously. For, but they've they've actually like fully done out their calendar. They've not they've not been like like the football really has been very vague. do not know what it's doing so on. But with F one, maybe it's a lot easier to organise. I don't know, but they've actually put out a full structure of yes, they're going to condense things into a fifteen to eighteen race season, and it seems like they've got a plan. I, you would like to see that more from football, wouldn't you? I would anyway. I'd like to see more of a. More of a proper plan in play. You know, it, it can be a flexible plan. It doesn't have to be a set in stone plan.
0: We haven't really if, been told much. All we know really no. are reports that have been leaked out by like David Ormstein saying things like it's going to be a World Cup style. Uh, yeah. Players in hotels and, um, yeah. you know, like a like a camp essentially and then playing
2: the games in a, f- was it, a four to six week period? But That makes sense. Because, I mean, you think how many games are left. What is it, like 10, 12 games left? Well, that's how many games you usually play in a World Cup.
0: Yeah, I think it's 9 or 10. It well, is if 9 you get, or 10, depending.
2: Well, if you get to the final, you play around 10 games, don't you, in the World Cup? So, maybe a bit less, maybe 8 or 9. But, um, you know, it's a similar type of scheduling that, that's going to be required. So, yeah, I think it makes sense to do it like that. So to do I. I. I mean,
0: and to be honest, from a selfish point of view, taking away my Liverpool loyalties, I just love something on TV that's new. <laughs> That isn't Burnley
1: Norwich we're longing for it yeah Come on. give me it
0: give me Burnley Norwich behind closed doors man I'll watch every second of that game I think
2: well, a lot of people yeah, will join me as well well I guess as well if um, if these apparent rumours around you know a lot of games will be on free to air TV sort of the games that aren't already contracted to Sky and BT if they're on you know okay you might get they might not be the greatest games in the world because not. but they're still going to be games you want to watch I think
0: I joked and said I was yeah. going to watch every single one if I could yeah
2: you might have a scenario where on, like, I don't know, BBC or ITV or something, you have like four games on in a day and it'd be great, wouldn't it, to be fair?
0: Yeah. You could so use ITV that. player to play catch up and yeah. watch like Burnley World Norwich World. at well, 11 at and, night.
2: And we talk about the World Cup. It'd be like the World Cup where there's like two or three games on a day and you can watch them and stuff if you want or watch whatever games you want. So Iran versus Morocco and you can't wait.
0: Yeah, that was the worst Morocco. game I think <laughs> I've seen in a World Cup.
2: That I can remember. Was it worse? Was it worse in the opening game of the 2010 World Cup with South Africa against? Oh, who was it? Can't remember who they were against. They won, didn't they? One nil. Shaka. Was it Shakabala or whatever his name was? Shabala. Sha, sha, <laughs> it's got a yeah, so goal. I do apologise for my pronunciation. That was pretty Shaka-lala. terrible. <laughs> yeah. I remember run. that game. I just remember that game being pretty terrible, apart from that goal,
0: which was pretty good. I don't know. Oh, though. The Morocco was. ram was. Oh God! no nil nil. I feel like it was 1-1, but it might be 0-0. 1-1. I can't even remember. <laughs> but I just remember it being really boring. Yeah. I really Beating care, because it, the
2: the f- oh. it, it? it was one of the first games of the World Cup, so you're just kind of excited anyway, even with a brand marker.
0: Exactly. So. It'll be the same with this, though. <laughs> Behind closed doors, it'll be like, can't wait
2: for Burnley Norwich or whatever, and then, and then we actually watch life. the
0: game, and we're going to be like, oh, my God, that was <laughs> and, it, and, it, you'll just and like... you
2: just think, oh, no. <laughs> 10 minutes in and you're just thinking, oh, I just wish it had been null and voided. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I actually think as well, I don't know what you, so I think it's going to throw up some crazy results. Yeah, so do I. Because there's going to be teams that aren't quite fit and so far, I know you said about preseason season but I just, I still think there'll be teams that are more prepared than others. Some of them more than others and we're not going to be at an equal point. So I think it's going to throw up some no crazy fans results. fans as well.
0: A neutral, you know, really neutral
2: weird. venues. You might see because you know home advantage for a lot of teams is massive. So, yeah, if, you think if of like we do
1: get neutral venues.
2: Yeah, that is a big if at the minute. We don't yeah. know. I mean, that's what's been banned. That's been the most likely. That's what they're saying. But apparently, there is a lot of um, objections that's in there from from a lot of clubs. The neutral venue thing. I actually so.
0: read two days ago. I read that it would be home stadiums. And the travelling team would have one half of the hotel and the home team stays in the other half of the hotel for the duration, unless they have to travel. And that basically, as soon as that travelling team leaves that half of the hotel, a a cleaning crew comes in and cleanses it, Mm, essentially, and then obviously the next team comes in. So by that story, that means that people will have... Home advantage, yeah, I guess.
2: I guess they'll have a slight home advantage. It won't be the same though, will it? more like when you say home advantage, it's usually the, the stadium itself, the pitch. Get used to the pitch, get used to the fans, things like that. So Yeah, I guess be I, a I think bit the
1: only way you'd need neutral venues as such is if you did do a secluded part of the country World mm. Cup in which I don't know, four, five grounds were used, then it would be a little bit neutral. Obviously some teams would still get home advantage and some teams would have to play many miles away from where they're actually based but I don't see that I actually think it will go ahead as normal the home teams will be <laughs> the home teams the away teams will be the away teams I
2: was just thinking actually of a good scenario we could have uh, considering how, You know, we all, we all live in North Wales like that area has not been hit as badly as other areas maybe we could uh, have all the games in the Oh, uh, real well, RIL aren't stadium.
0: using the stadium anymore uh, so yeah, they're not <laughs> unfortunately anymore. unfortunately
2: for them Yeah. yeah so maybe on. we could have all the games at uh, Bellevue Yeah, I don't think the Premier League
0: clubs are going to agree (laughs) to that. that
1: (laughs) Worst suggestion
2: of restarting football. Yeah, I I don't think that would go down well, would it, to be fair? But uh, it'd be interesting for us to watch. I guess won't be able to that's go. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just mean I just been on TV seeing it like oh, look, all these teams rocking up to real. It doesn't matter where it is. I just want to see it, but yeah. it's not going to happen in real. No, 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 definitely not. Yeah, no, that, that
0: is one not. thing we can put out a hundred percent with yeah, certainty. It will not happen in yeah, real. It won't. And thank but... God. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you know, it will be interesting to see how it all pans out. Um, obviously, we'll be keeping our eye on it and. We'll know more in the coming weeks, you'd assume. So yeah, like I said, we'll just have to see how it plays out. But that does bring an end to the podcast. Uh wherever you're listening, we hope you're safe and well and doing the best you can in this lockdown. And if you want to follow the World Sports Book competition on social media, you can do it on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Just search World Sports Book Competition or check the description below for the links. Uh, There you'll find news, quizzes, uh, manager brackets, player brackets. There's a shock on the cards at the moment. It looks like Nuno's going to win best manager in the Prem, which shocks you guys, I'm sure.
1: Controversial.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think Wolves fans hijacked the vote. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's fair. They've
1: Um, got to keep themselves busy somehow.
0: They do, they do. But we'll be back next week to discuss some more football news. So have a good week and we'll talk again soon. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. This is the World Sportsbook Competition Podcast brought to you by Avantage Entertainment.